What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweak. What up? What, oh, what up? What up? It's Charles or Chuck. I just fucked that up. It's it's so tough being in the second position, right? What's up, everyone? I got mixed, you got, I got you got Matter has yeah. You mix yourself. Matter has back after a couple episodes off. Life has been busy. Uh, hope everyone's having a good time out there. We had a nice big tournament this weekend. Crown felt like such a top heavy tournament. Uh, but also, I hope everyone's having a good time, and we'll talk about it a little bit, a little Street Fighter Six action. By a little bit, I mean a lot. Chuck and I have been on the grind, so we're excited about that. Uh, but obviously, we're here. We're going to talk about uh, Crown. But how's everyone doing? How y'all doing? Chuck, how you doing? After butchering that intro, yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, obviously, Pink. Congratulations to Pink on his newborn baby. And oh, did you not his- say that last week? We did, we did, but I, I just uh, want to. We're gonna keep going. I just okay, want to okay. say it. I want to say it again because Pink is not here because of his. His father's kid's gonna be thirty-five. All right, Marcus. All right, nice job. <laughs> Another one. So. At the beginning of every episode, it's just a tradition. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. just congratulate Pink, like for no reason. Well, I mean, that is obviously for a reason, but just let's keep it going. Yeah. Right. Sure. Right. So, huge congrats to Pink. Uh, so unfortunately, we can't have him on the episode, but obviously, he has stuff to do right now. So that's really cool. And Street Fighter Six came out, so I've been playing a lot of that. I wanted to be at Crown, but unfortunately, was not able to go. So I was able to just grind Street Fighter, which was really sick. And for me, this is the first Street Fighter that I've like grinded, grinded. So I'm learning a lot of like really baseline stuff. But the journey so far has been really fun. Just like going through the different stages of learning different situations in street fighter i feel like my decision making is not too bad but the the execution is obviously like a barrier and i was actually thinking like man i really want to play like a modern control character like which modern control character would be easy but it, it it's weird because the modern controls is like light medium heavy and you don't get to pick which one you use and i, I don't like that i, I want to pick which dude, button i press right in the story mode they force you to play modern controls really the first chapter and i was seriously like what the f- fuck is this like how do people play it like it didn't make any sense to me because i've weird, obviously yeah. i like grew up in the arcades playing street fighter you know like it, it, this is like and i understand like i think they're doing an amazing thing with the modern controls and i think they're awesome i just can't like it does not compute when i try to do something with it but it's pretty cool yeah, modern zangies is funny like justin wong had uh, some clips where he's just like command grabbing people like with just one button on reaction in like a lot of <laughs> scenarios it's so funny <laughs> it might be broken honestly i think it is to be honest with you i'm not sure though maybe maybe we'll see how the meta like unfolds and no. then obviously crown was crazy like the the results crown from crown are just unthinkable i i don't even know what to say <laughs> yeah wild stuff what do you think gavin What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, I just got back last night. Almost missed my flight, but I'm happy I made it. Uh, yeah, just back to the grind. You know, I, I've already been practicing. Like, I've already had like three practice sessions since I got back. Just like motivated to try to stay on top of things. I'm also experimenting with a lot of new things in Smash. So I'm trying to compensate for that too um yeah just trying my best to keep myself distracted from getting upset about my performances and just playing 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 that's pretty much it have you watched in your like what's your kind of i know you just got home but what's your process right now for like i know you're grinding a lot but was there anything do you have any like big takeaways from crown or anything that you think you know that you're looking at in particular um i think i have like plenty of habits that appear when pressure is put on me i also just had a hard time executing like most things but yeah that's the nice thing about having like you know waiting for a flight or having wi-fi on a flight is if the vods are there which is cool but um yeah i've done a lot more playing than watching but yeah there's a lot of things i took away from the event for myself uh I don't know. And, and a lot of that, like, I don't even under, truly understand why. I think the, the habits is the easy part, though, is like being aware of it is really nice. And a lot of players like putting that pressure on me and like punishing things over and over is like, damn, OK, like I have a lot of glaring things I need to work on. But some of the other stuff is, is a little harder to work on, I think, a lot more ambiguous. For sure, for sure. Before we get into the whole crown breakdown, I do want to just shout out real quick. If you guys are enjoying the content, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. We're also going to be doing a bonus segment 
recording after this episode. Make sure to check out our Patreons for more bonus content. And the bonus topic for this episode is going to be how to VOD review. So like essentially our exp- our own experiences with VOD review and, you know, all that jazz. So now we can get right into Crown. Man, I mean, where do we even start? There's like so much to unpack from this tournament. Yeah, I think easily and just at the highest level, I mean, we got to talk about Zamba and Jackal, right? Like, I think that's just, I think that's just where we start, right? And then we kind of unfold it from there. We could warm up with doubles. That's all right. Okay. I, nope. No, I saw. I, I liked it's watching Gavin. Gavin's Mega Man and doubles was fun. Like, I, I, is that I the only time you played Mega Man this weekend? It is, isn't it? One um, game in singles. Right? I played him in one game in singles. I, I was kind two. of just like, I was so upset after losing in winners that I was just, my plan was just to throw in the most entertaining way possible <laughs> so I could leave. Um, what? <laughs> that, yeah. What? Right. Right Dude. when uh, we saw the Mega Man, we were like in the Discord car or whatever. We saw the Mega Man. It's like, oh man, oh, that's might, the this might this might be this might be tilted, Gavin. That's, yeah. Dude, <laughs> well, that reminds me of uh, I think it was Gimvita- It was one of the Invitational tournaments. Like, oh my god, the Donkey Kong! Yeah, and you were down O <laughs> two, and then you went Donkey Kong, and I turned to Rivers. It's one of my favorite quotes about you. I turned to Rivers, and I go, "What the fuck is he doing? Like he's going Donkey Kong. He's down two games. He goes, he looks at the screen, and he goes." He's throwing by winning. And then you reverse 3 0 with DK. I was like, what is this? Like, what did I just watch? Like, what? Because it was like one of my first times being in person at a tournament, like after being on the podcast, like becoming better friends with you. I was like, what is this roller coaster of fucking bullshit like that I'm experiencing here? Like, what is this? And you're on DK and you just reverse 3 0. I was like, oh, okay. All right. That can happen, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh, something that I've never fully broken over the years. It's B likes to call it um, single elimination bracket. Uh, it's, it's some. It's just, I just have ups and downs, but it's cool to at least put Mega Man on the spotlight and just. It was ter- like my Mega Man still sucks, but I'm, I'm trying my best. Uh, yeah, the main thing I like, like you were saying with mentioning uh, Jackal and Zamba, like those are the 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 big stories of this event um not only because they got first and second but also because they're from my region and you know i'm just i'm just proud of both of them especially uh jude he's a close friend of mine um you know i've played and talked with him about smash so much so it's it's incredible to see um such a good placing such good wins bouncing back after losing in top eight and getting some you know just adding some more icing to the cake with with uh the high level wins. So congrats to both of them for um, just performing so well and really sticking to it. Like both of these players, just they go to their locals, they attend any big tournament they can. Like Zamba's like a young kid and he's out here competing in Japan, like, uh, and, you know, came back a, a new player too. So yeah. shout out to both of them for doing so well. I'm, I'm very proud. I think too, like just breaking it down, looking at it even even deeper, is Jackal's run, like starting towards you know uh, top sixty four, three zero Chase, who was playing white hot uh, all weekend, top eight mm-hmm. Chase. Yeah. That's that was happening next to me while I was playing one of my matches as well. Were the games close? Because I don't know if it's yeah, water um, run. yeah, I figured at least one of them was like as close as it can get, and I'm I'm pretty sure like a lot of them were that way. Maybe some of them were like a small uh like a slight lead kind of victory but yeah it was it was it was relatively close he 3-0 chase which i think is incredible on that day yeah. chase beat light later you know like and made it top eight at that tournament which yeah, is chase ridiculous played, that's some of the best fox matchup gameplay i've seen i it think in fantastic. general uh, the aggressive palu play like how yeah. how strong he was off stage like not necessarily just getting the hits like but just positioning Right, because you could position for not just her good aerials, especially his down. Like he was so good with down air. But it counter- felt like Chase was dictating the pace, and and like you know, mm-hmm. you don't really see that happen to Light very often. And it felt like Chase was hitting harder, playing faster. Like you don't really see that kind of things often. And yeah. it made it look like a brutal matchup to me. Like it did. I, I was like, every time Light gets hit, he dies. Yeah. It was crazy. Chase um, played yeah, like per- perfectly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so Jackal 3-0-ing Chase was, is looking back on like how yeah. the tournament played out is pretty interesting. 
Three yeah, two Spargo, which yeah. I didn't. I think it was on the quad. I, I did not catch it live. Yeah, um, I didn't get the seed either. Damn, that was the number one player Jackal wanted to beat um, because he's had a lot of game five sets with him in the past. And oh, I remember the Ludwig one. This yeah, he, so he, cool. he just really wanted to get a, a W over Spargo because he knew he could do it. It's been game five before. And it's and it's pretty awesome that it was game five again and he actually closes it out. And I feel like that, like, you know, we, I feel like we've talked about something like this recently where that just like opens up the idea of like what's stopping you. You know what I mean? And I and, and that led into such a fantastic performance even after afterwards. Well, I think for me, the biggest part about Jude's performance that was great is I feel like Jude has positioned himself in Winterside top eight a lot of times. And he's also even just voiced his frustration about getting into Winterside top eight and then yeah. losing two in a row. And then you just get fifth. Right. And it's like such a shitty feeling. I, I can only imagine he's getting the experience himself. to be able to. Right. Right. To make the run. Right. Yeah. Continue. Continue the run in top eight and go really far here. Getting second even after Zombo. losing after entering top eight. And losing the first round and bouncing still bouncing back. back. Yes. Bouncing that, back I think. and getting some crazy wins. And, you know, like you said, like, uh, you know, making more of a presence in top eight rather than just like losing two sets. Um, yeah. Not just like, oh, I'm the guy who upset at Spargo. Peace. Right. Like <laughs> go O2 after. Yeah. Right. Before, and then yeah. everyone thanks Jack on his way out. Like, thanks for getting rid of Spargo. Peace out. Like th- yeah. that, that's got to be one of the worst feelings when you get su- like the biggest upset of the tournament, but you can't carry the momentum onward and i'm glad that jackal yeah. was able to carry the momentum onward got the run back first shoots on incredible yeah. incredible performance and honestly zamba and jackal both players that are playing more old school type characters right or old school like year one meta character ella uh, vanilla yeah exactly out of the box characters. i feel like that goes for play style and character too for both of them right right and they made yeah. it work look at the like one of the most stacked tournaments of the entire year and first and second place a uh, fusion grand finals. Like, that was so their, funny, dude. Their, their play styles are like simple, confident, effective. And um, you really got to show them something scary for them to fold. You know what I mean? And they were able to, and that, that's like one of the hard, the hard things about fighting those two is like, they, they have the game down to a science and you have to break like an unbreakable wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the rest of, uh, Jackal's run essentially boiled down to two wins over Onan, including a reverse 3-0. Uh, I think that was lo- loser semis. Beating Leo 3-0, which is just ridiculous at any point yeah. in Ultimate's lifespan. That was his and first then... time playing Leo. That's another person he, oh, really? he wow. has really wanted to play against an Ultimate. Um, it, you know, it dates back to when he was younger in Smash mm-hmm. 4. That was like a, a really good win he got in Smash 4. Um, at Shine, right? Yeah, so yeah, it took China him a while to have this hard. opportunity to play Leo in tournament. Um, but yeah, it's it's really cool that he got so many opportunities, um, not only that are really great, but also the ones that he specifically wanted at the same tournament and being able to come out on top in, all, in, in basically all, every situation he was put in. Um, and I, I think uh, something that pays off is like, you know, He's gotten top eight a handful of times. He's gone game five with some of these players. And I feel like this weekend, it all came together so beautifully. You know what I mean? And he was able to really show his stuff. Yeah, and I hope this snowballs for him. I hope this snowballs yeah. in terms of like confidence and stuff like that. And I know mm-hmm. for Jude, Jude doesn't travel as much to the West Coast particularly. So also doing this in a tournament environment where you know he traveled to the west coast you got to deal with the jet lag and all this other stuff might might be some elements that put him outside of the comfort zone but he's still able to uh, prevail so that's really sick and now we, we got to talk about zamba too right because zamba yeah. has been having these amazing top yeah. eight runs and it's, been now, consistency it's kind of a similar thing months. that i was just saying right like mm-hmm. you know he's been close so many times he's gotten top eight a bunch he's and the last couple of weeks like he he's beaten me and leo twice in a row which like is we have insane. To, we have to figure this kid out. You know what I mean? And actually closing it out and getting like a big tournament win is like, like I said, it feels like, you know, all of your efforts are really paying off and all of like the tough losses or like, you know, barely meet, uh, like, like missing something crucial or like, you know, barely losing to a player or getting second place, whatever it may be. I feel like for both of them, it, 
it's like it paid off at the same time or something, which is very interesting. And I yeah. see Zamba getting a little bit more technical too. Like the down tilt chains, he he knows which characters it works on. Or at least out of shield versus Leo. Right, he doing, right. He was doing down air. down air, yeah. Footstool yeah. down air. Like, more than I once. Know, like it was a it was a big factor times, in the yeah. matches. Yeah, yeah. Cause Zamba is the Rob player that's usually like, ah, oh, I don't do the zero to death. Like I'm Fundy's Rob. I hit one like one hit confirm off Nair only, you know, all that <laughs> I, other jazz. But bro. I can see now that Zamba is really trying to win because a player that says that, and then I see the player, that kind of player doing a bunch of tech and stuff. I'm like, okay, you, you are going against something you generally don't want to do, but you are forcing yourself to learn and advance your character. And that, another thing is just winning with Rob against all these veteran players. Zamba does not get the passive like, Oh, well, they don't know the matchup that well. I know. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's beating everybody with Rob. Like yeah. no one, everyone knows that matchup at this level of play. So that, yeah. very impressive stuff coming out from Zamba. Dude. Rob is the most common competitive character in like a top 32 or top 464 environment. One of, one of Leo's most common training partners is big boss, man. And they play doubles together all the time. Like this is yeah. and Gavin. That's one of your favorite matchups in the game. So it's just like this kid, I don't know what changed exactly. I, I think a part of it is, uh, like you said, I think his punish game did looked amazing. Honestly, it looks mm -hmm. so good. His edge guarding was also very good uh, against Leo, as as it should be in the Byleth matchup. Like you have pretty good opportunities off stage uh, to attack Byleth. Yeah, there it is, footstool down air, right as we were talking yeah. about it. But I feel like he's just been playing well too. Like just looking at his stat page, like basically since major upset where he got ninth like he just won a bunch of locals including a, a Zeno in there um he got third at Cirque du CFL which is like pretty decent but then like you said Gavin like leading up into Japan I remember he was one of the players that did well when he was in Japan because so many almost everyone underperformed he did from do the USA well, he did. but he did well but Delta four he he only got 25th which is like eh like not good but not bad or anything like it was fine but kagaribi he just was one set short of top eight which is amazing that again i feel like we say this every week because this is the most stacked tournament ever that was really yeah. one of the most stacked tournaments ever very very I feel hard like tournament. his tracking and positioning is has always been his strongest thing i feel yeah. like he's very consistent with cornering people and ledge trapping and um he's never like you know really overextending he, he like he always gets the extra damage and the kill opportunities just because I think he's always positioned really well. Um, which is what I think of when I say like, Oh, he, like he's, he feels like a little old school and everything like that. Cause I feel like a lot of the younger up and coming players are really like um, oppressive and overwhelming to play against while Zamba is actually very defensive, but like always in a really good position to win, always consistent at like punishing your habits or um, it just feels like he's never in a, situation that he can you know risk losing a stock for no reason or something like that and I, I feel like jackal's the same way and i feel like you know i'm sure they're products of their environment because i feel like a lot of us play that way um, yeah everyone in jersey camps but it yeah was... I, yeah those two like <laughs> i think that's like a frustrating thing about playing them is they will never ever make it easy for you no matter what yeah and i think that was one of my main takeaways too and we, we kind of covered it but just to say it outright is i think we all knew and i think anyone who's really watched competitive smash ultimate especially in the northeast has known that zomba and or jackal has had the ability to go the distance before like at any of these majors like it, it could have happened they both happen to do it at the same one which is pretty funny and I don't know, seems kind of like fate in some sort of way, but it's just really nice to see it happen for both of them, especially because they, I know they've both been working really hard. I mean, Zamba, like you said, has been tra traveling so much to different places and playing. When he's in Japan, he was grinding a lot too. Like any stream I tuned into, I saw him playing and all that stuff. And Zamba, and, uh, Jackal, we talked to, you know, pretty, I talked to him a decent amount. You talked to him a lot more than I do, but I know he's always thinking, um, on how to improve and how to work on his game. And he had coming into this tournament too. He was having a rough month or like a rough streak of a couple tournaments where he was not doing great, man. And he was, I think, kind of down and being hard on himself. And I think he something clicked this tournament. And I hope it turns everything around for him because he, when he plays amazing, it's fucking awesome to watch. Like it's such good ultimate when he's playing, when Jackal's playing well. Absolutely. Yeah. I know Jackal yeah. was even talking about like maybe switching characters and all that stuff. And yep. you know, yep. keeping your faith in Wolf nowadays, it's a pretty tough task considering that nope nope i've seen fair will... back air explode someone at 60 this weekend i'm over it dude shut up that character you got for that fair not save <laughs> that's, that's a drifting fair. 
But I will say it was crazy how many just sweet spot back airs Jackal yep. was getting, whether it was from a confirm or just like raw yeah. reads and advantage. I really feel like he had people really well conditioned and really afraid of him. Like, especially as he was taking games and he had a big lead and like he had people playing slow. Like he had yeah, people really locked in place. Jude, his yeah. positioning and spacing were great. Um, his tempo mix-ups with the laser were great, which is actually something I'm pretty hard on him about a lot of the time. But um, a lot of the time when I like would mentally like I, I would be watching him play in my head, I'd be like laser, and he would do it, and I'd be like, uh oh, oh shit. <laughs> so, so you were on the phone with him, and he had his earbuds on, and you were like laser. Is that what you're saying? Classic, yeah, yeah. mid-set yeah, coaching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mid-game coaching. Did yeah, you just have your now. wireless controller? Just, yeah. just laser, that's it. <laughs> Gavin the Destroyer. But yeah, <laughs> Did you get that reference? Fantastic. And what Charles was saying, like, you know, it was, it, was um, it made me a bit nervous watching him. I think he, he kind of fell apart a little bit um, against Shuton towards the end there. I think a lot of his game plans he kind of neglected and, like, he was kind of uh, – like uh, give like giving things up a little easier than he usually does. Um, so seeing him bounce back and three O Leo the next set is like, what else do you say other than like that's exactly what you want to see if you if you are aware of his performances or good friends with him or something like that, right? Like that's just a sign of, you know, how much better does it get than that? You know what I mean? Like beating the the best the the goat of ultimate after a tough loss and winners in top eight. So I feel like the, the sky's the limit now, you know what I mean? Like if you can do this, what can't you do? And I feel like that's great when you're going into a competition, right? Accomplishing something and knowing like, well, I've, I've, I've beaten the best players. I've beaten two of the best players in one bracket. So like, you know, what can't I do? Um, and I, I feel like he should be looking forward to competing when it, when it comes to something like that. If this tournament doesn't boost your confidence, I, I don't know what will. The Spargo Leo doubleheader is insane. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And that that uh, winner set versus Shuton, he had a pretty good lead game for and should have yes. closed out three one. So I that know, set dude. specifically, yeah. watching it because I, I, I was really rooting for Jacko to win and Jacko lost, and just watching him, I wouldn't say throw game four, but definitely not closing out game four, and then game five didn't go so well, and it's like, dang, that that really sucks, and that's. That's the situation that I feel like Jackal fears the most, like just kind of bustering out in winners and then getting shit on in losers, right? And then, like Gavin said, like the next your next opponent's Leo and you overcome that with the 3-0. That, that is a insane bounce back when you should have closed out game four in winners and then you come back and you just 3-0, you know, the GOAT of Ultimate, which is just absolutely insane. So, yeah, shout-outs to Juden Zamba. Uh, three out of eight of top eight New Jersey. That's that's pretty sick. Well, that's Zamba crazy for New Jersey. Oh well, no, yeah, no, he's New he's, York. Try state, try state. That's yeah, what I meant to say. Yeah. There you go. Three out of three out of eight. Try state. Fusion. Yeah. I I almost had it. I almost had it. It was a. It was basically our local plus shootton and winners. Well, shootton and winners. Yeah, I saw <laughs> that. Shootton and winners. <laughs> I, I looked at it and I like was like turning to people. I'm like, this is just my local with like shootton. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. try try state. Oh, shootton is my local. Cool. <laughs> Shootown's in Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> live shootout reaction, dude. I love that meme. I think it's so funny. I think there have been some great ultimate memes lately. The Sonics one too. I've been loving the Sonics one. Impossible <laughs> matchup. Just give up. It's so funny. That it's so peak. It's so that good. So the peak. devil emoji. It's amazing. Speak. I mean, Zamba also beat Sonics, who has been. I think he only beat him. He beat him one time at Ludwig's, but aside from that, it was two four, four to one in the set count until crown. Yeah, so Sonics I, has given Zamba. Like, yeah hell in the past like some really mm -hmm. tough matches so mm -hmm. it's another situation where like sometimes you beat a certain player and it's like what what can even stop me for the rest of this bracket yep <laughs> not Dude. to say that fox was necessarily like a bracket demon or anything but like it's still like one of the best players on the planet you know He's an obstacle yeah. for sure. He's an obstacle for a lot of players. For and anyone, yeah. Dude, the thing I gotta say, and I love I love Leo so much. I think he's brilliant. He's great. But the rivalry between Zamba and Leo has been fucking fire, dude. It's been really fun to watch. Like from uh their set at Battle of BC to the coin box stuff or the, the H box uh, grudge match or salty sweet to this weekend, the reverse 3-0, I was like, this shit is scripted. Like, this Dude, is reverse 3-0-ing Leo is some shit. With the Mickey Leo tag. Yeah. Just, <laughs> uh, 
Come on. What the hell is that? That's wild. It's, it's in character it's for him. It is in character. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, my God. To balance out what you said, Leo versus Spargo. For ninth like, was insane. I was That was one of the sets I was in the crowd watching. And one of the main things that came to my mind is like, Leo, like, is the only player that can make me react like a like a spectator, like like a, like that I'm not a player at all. Like yeah. I have goosebumps. I'm like freaking out and screaming at everything he does. Like he is the only player on earth where I will do genuinely do that the entire set. And um, damn, I don't know if I want to say this on the podcast, but he said something to me the night before. Top be six. Um, Think about don't Jay Dizzle out. Wait, wait, we can save it for the bonus cut. If you want to know what he said, subscribe oh. to Patreon. Oh yes, I'm yes. not gonna say. I'm not we're gonna. Paywall, we're paywalling it. Whatever, but um, <laughs> and seeing him do it in real time versus Spargo while down 2-0 legit gave me goosebumps. Like that dude is Smash Bros. Magic. Like. Here's here's my. And I don't say you. things like this lightly about any player. I don't have like a ridiculous amount of respect for almost anyone. Like I've been around a while. I'm difficult to please. Like Tweak doesn't um, respect anyone that plays. I can be a little play. negative too, like a lot negative about like most people's decision making and gameplay <laughs> and characters. Like so, like saying like like this dude is magic at Smash. Like he's amazing. Um, and that set was awesome. He's uh, the magic man. Yeah, MK Magic, whatever. One thing I really want to point out about the set is that Leo usually sticks with his character that he started the set with when he reverse 3 0 someone. This is one of the first times we've seen Leo switch into a character, switch into a new character, and then do the reverse. Interesting. Can I I ask you something? Because everyone is a fucking uh, expert opinion haver on Leo's characters. (laughs) Gavin, what's your opinion? You're a top player. You have good opinion. Well, well, what I was like kind of being a little secretive about that conversation kind of stemmed from him asking me for advice about it. Oh, and dude, he's like a tough case. I really, I felt bad because I didn't know how to truly help because I felt like everything I was going to say is something he'd either thought or heard before. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Try coaching yourself. That's what I (laughs) Dude. But sometimes, and you know this, Gavin, it's not about hearing something you already know, but it's hearing it from somebody, you know, like you're hearing it in a different mm, way. Yeah. 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 Uh, the main thing is I don't want him to be doing something that isn't like because he wants to do it, which I've said on this podcast before and I've said to him before. I want every decision he makes to be what he wants to do because, you know, he's going to be playing his best if he's enjoying it. And he also has, probably hears a lot of, like he probably reads a lot of things and a lot of people have advice or like a lot of peers have things to say. He's done so many different things in this game. He's been around a long time. So I know what that's like. And it's kind of like advice that like, I'm like, I'm projecting a little bit. Cause a lot of the time it's something I should follow. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I try things because someone tells me to do something or sometimes I don't know if I should trust myself or others. So I just want him to trust himself. Um, and not be afraid to to do something that's like one of his peers might disagree with or something. That's the main thing I wanted to get out. But I was upset that I couldn't really come up with anything too specific in the game. Because it's like, what do you tell this dude? Yeah, for <laughs> like, real. It's MK it's, Leo, you know what I mean? Dude, it's hard. I mean, and the thing, oh, dude, go ahead. The thing I have to say is so many people are like, oh, he should just go Joker. Like, it just wins all the time. It's like, bro, no. he's done that before and it's lost. Like, this is not yeah. a solved case. Like, this is not 2019. You know, like, this is not what's happening right now. His Joker's, I, dude, it looks so good this weekend. Like, it looked amazing and I had a great time watching it and it was winning and that's great. But, bro, if he goes a different character, he's got to be, it's, fuck, it's Leo, man. I'm not going to question it, you know? Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. It, unless it doesn't work, then I'll question it. <laughs> That was so sick when that he kept holding funny. the counter. I love yeah. that yeah. so much, man. Like, damn. Just it didn't just it didn't mean a lot, but mental it, damage wise, it's so tempting to not like grab it or something. You know what I mean? There's always like an easy yeah. answer, but like you don't want to do it. I feel like there's a certain aspect to Leo versus Spargo too, where that was like that meant something. You know what I mean? Like that really meant something. It's funny that you say that. I was in the crowd waiting for it to happen. 
and a lot of people in the crowd were like just like because it was in like kind of like a college type of area so some of them might not have been actual smashers or like they were like and i'm just like in my head thinking like i really hope they appreciate this because this is like some fucking like floyd mayweather versus mike tyson like yeah but like <laughs> some of the best smash they're ever gonna but see. just like in a parking lot like not like but, in like a because it's like before top eight the so, are like why didn't he just grab that counter what an idiot like, <laughs> like, I'm like i hope y'all can appreciate that this is happening because like i feel grateful just to be here live watching these two play yeah. and it's like not even in top eight so like there's just a lot of craziness about it yeah. but yeah it, it like like i said like it's like one of those only situations that's like someone that's been playing for so long and all that like like I truly felt like a spectator, like a fan, um, and that was pretty funny and cool. That's dope, dude. That said, I don't hear that from you a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. It's that's very rare. That's very rare. You go to everything, think... so yeah. Hey, Tweak Talk fans, you know what it is? It's sponsorship time, and we're happy to say that today's episode is brought to you by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or your computer. Now, personally, I love finding deals when shopping online. It makes me feel savvy and smart with my decisions, especially when the deals are a surprise. There's nothing like feeling a little lucky when shopping online and finding good deals. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Now imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you go to checkout, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey does its work and searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Now this year, one of my commitments is to one of my resolutions is to get more into working out. I've a been good about the treadmill, but I want to start pumping some weights, right? So I was looking for a new blender, right? I was trying to buy a new blender online. And when I went to go check out, I clicked on my honey widget and I was able to find a deal and actually save 20 bucks on a really nice blender. Now, this was surprising because it's a really high quality blender. Saving 20 bucks on it was super awesome. And I got to thank honey for that one. Now, one last thing. Did you know honey doesn't just work on desktops? It also works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari in your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid in supporting this show. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com tweak. Again, that's joinhoney.com tweak. Joinhoney.com slash T-W-E-E-K tweak. I think for Leo's lineup, I, I just feel like he should pick a character go with it it can be any character and then whatever matchups you struggle with try to find a character to co that covers all the matchups right so I, I feel like he likes byleth the most if he can play byleth it seems like he'll try yeah. at least try the byleth out yeah and then from there it's like okay byleth doesn't have mobility so characters like maybe sonic or you know min min out like characters that outrange byleth right so try to find some kind of answer for that but it just sucks because players like leo and tweak i would say for more most players i would suggest two characters max but Leo and Tweak can push it just because they have so much experience and all that other stuff and th their ability to switch in between characters. So like they can push three, but it's so much harder and so much like so, just so much more work, right? Depends so on the workload too, right? Like it depends on the characters. So that can exactly that's another you know factor I mean? as well. I, I think for me the biggest part of this set was Leo switched to Joker and just started. It didn't matter what character Spargo was going. Leo's edge guarding just edge guarded the fuck out of him with gun. Both characters. That's what it felt like to me. That that set to me, it was still insanely sick. But I was just able after the set was done, I was like, "Wow, Leo really just switched to Joker and edge guarded the fuck out of him." That's really just what happened. And every time Sonic beats uh, Spargo, same shit. Just edge yeah. guards both of his characters. It doesn't matter which one you go. Both of them have shitty recoveries. I'm Sonic. I'm the best edge guarder in the game. Like, bada bing, bada boom, right, dude. He was spamming projectiles with Joker, gun, and side B a lot, mm. and he the was slingshotting. He was so slingshotting funny. like a wild man, dude. He was <laughs> doing it, bro. He was slanging. Wild West out here, yeah. He was slanging, bro. Uh, it was and him versus Spargo. You're gonna see that a lot too, right? Which is super, dude. They're so sick. So I can't believe that set was for uh, either you got a tournament or you. Congratulations, you made top eight. You have eight more sets to go if you want to win the tournament or whatever. <laughs> I honestly think that put puts more pressure on this match. Thanks, like yeah. this, Absolutely. this match felt like. It was the hypest set of the tournament just because it's, it's not there. like 
it, definitely up there, right? Because when you're in when you're in grands, you're playing for first and second, which like obviously getting second is the shittiest placement to get in a tournament, but ninth is also runner up for that, right? And yeah, when when you are playing in losers for ninth, it's like, oh shit. Actually like, I'm either in top eight or I'm not. Charles, the worst place to get is last place, actually. That's how that works. That's actually the actually worst. that's actually the worst place you could get. Okay. True. Just so like just throwing it out there. Think about it. it. I'm not uh, welcome to the bro. podcast where we teach you like what placings are. <laughs> this is good. I always, the thing is, in the back of my head, I'm always trying to get Charles back for the jab two thing. I'm always thinking about it. I need to get it back. <laughs> oh, it's the back two. of my head. He got me. Uh, <laughs> that one joke. Uh, All right. So is Spargo still the best player in the world? I yeah, think that's obviously. a topic that everyone's kind of thinking about. In my opinion, I'll, I'll go ahead and start. In my opinion, I think Spargo is still the best player in the world. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, look at what accolades he has for this year, for 2023. Mm. You can't beat that out. I still rank Spargo as the best, but it's so hard to follow up Leo's performance. That's that's the only, that's, that's my last tidbit on it. It's like, man, it sucks. You, you didn't get top eight, that sucks. I still think Spargo's the best currently right now, but it, it, it's so hard to follow up Leo's performance in early ultimate, man. Like pre-quarantine, Leo's dominance. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there's going to be any other player. You mean like legacy Smash. all time, right? Not not yes. just not just wearing the crown, but like what it means to do that. Yeah. And, and be that consistent as Leo was yeah. like at, at his worst placements in when he was dominant was second place. That is fucking insane. Like that Leo is was insanity. Leo would go to losers bracket and people act like he lost a tournament and it's like, well, now it's just gonna take longer because now he needs to win all these sets. So I, we're I would every time Leo got upset in the loser, I would pull up the bracket and just look who's in his path. I'm like, fuck, that sucks. Like that yep. really fucking sucks. I always get... think of that one frostbite where Meister was in Grand's winner side and then Leo just went on the run of a lifetime and, and I don't think Meister ever beat him at that point. So I don't know if he still has. There um, was always like this hidden dude. thing back then too, pre quarantine, where for all the players where Leo would go into losers. And I swear to God, all the other top players would fight harder in winners because it's like, oh shit, I can dodge Leo if I stay in winners and like worst case fight <laughs> him in grands. You know what I mean? It it it, it Loki put more pressure on the winners side matches, bro. Okay, I was gonna try to like you know play the other side here and say Akola is better than Spargo right now, but he isn't. I don't see a recorded tournament for him since Battle of BC. That's a while. That's like that's about a while, man. That's two weekends. Yeah. <laughs> and also for Akola, it's very hard to say that he's better over Spargo because the two your two highest placements or, or like the biggest tournaments are second place to who? Spargo. Yeah. So it's like it's it's so that's in my it's not even in a conversation for me. Like not yeah, even an argument can be made. He can't beat Spargo, so it doesn't matter. Yep. Well, like he just didn't do it at those tournaments, right? And those mm. those two wins. I mean, those have to be the two most stacked tournaments, or at least two of the three. Or what about Summit, though, huh? But that, see that that is an invitational. You still uh, have to count that as an invitational. Oh, I, like, I still I still think those results matter into ranking. But I hold open tournaments to a higher regard because the amount of talent you have to go through, like getting invited to Summit, is sick. But I, look at all these other open bracket tournaments. Spargo didn't even get top eight at this tournament. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah, sometimes you I, can't even get to that top 16 or top eight area because of how thick the talent pool is. Kagarib is a perfect example of that. Where like there's so many players that would could coulda woulda shoulda got invited to the summit, and that's an easy like you know top 16 within that um, within that tournament. But can you even get top 16 at Kagaribi? There's so many players that were seated top 16 and didn't even make it to top 16 Kagaribi. So those open brackets are really stressful. Dude, and let's not, I'm, you know, I'm just doing it to create content and talk about something, but let's not <laughs> act like Spargo's lead or hold on number one isn't clear enough where this one placement where he got ninth knocks him out of the, knocks the crown off his head, right? Like, that's no not where way. we're at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just trying to be controversial. I'm on the wrong podcast. <laughs> can we, speaking of competitive journeys, can we talk about Street Fighter 6 just for a little bit? Sure, sure. So, Charles, you're having a pretty good time with the game? I mean, I'm really bad. Like, really, really bad. I, I, I played a little bit of Guilty Gear. Or actually, I played a good amount of Guilty Gear, but Guilty Gear is pretty different from Street Fighter. So oh, yeah. I, I understand, like, inputs and buffering and all that other stuff, but it's, it's definitely a different beast. 
But to me, it feels like I'm coming in on a clean slate, which is really nice because I've never like super hardcore competed. I've played Street Fighter casually when I was younger and I would watch a bunch of Street Fighter 4 and 5. So I, I, I like get it in terms of like what you should be trying to do, but it's a whole new palette for me. So it, it's it's fun, like getting used to the drive rush mechanic and drive impact or all the drive, all the drive gauge stuff. And I'm having a good time. Um, watching I don't have different- a license. Hmm? Oh, I don't have a driver's license. Yeah, you don't. Are you planning on getting that soon? I've offered to teach you how to drive so many times. But I did. I, I mean it. I'll still do I it did. if I we get enough Patreon. Fighter 6, but I don't know if I'm actually going to play you downloaded it let b play she'll play with us it's it's a fun game like it i think at the end of the day as long as you can kind of like dabble and have fun smash, like see charles so this is my problem okay, i had so such a problem that? with street fighter 6 so i i download the game i've obviously been looking forward to this i play street i played street fighter a lot competitively really competitively in three and enough in four like i played well in four. like i don't remember what it was maybe right, like the I, first six months or a year you played like pretty seriously in four, yeah right? in okay, four okay. yeah for sure because it transferred over from three so that was like your active time it kind didn't of is the thing oh, okay. it was a lot to learn like is it, they're very three is like um i'd say the most different of all the games like for sure it's it's very strange the way like, like kind of timing and parrying such a, a unique mechanic because you could do it in the air like so you can defend yourself in the air with parrying if you're good um what so, oh my god that's yeah. one thing i'm like Coming from Guilty Gear, you can block in the air in Guilty Gear. Yeah, like or Street Fighter Alpha. Yo, you Street Fighter, air, you yeah. jump, bro. No defense. In Alpha, you can block in the air, but still, it's like, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's a big in game. this game, no. You jump, it's a commitment, basically. Um, and so I'm having a good time the first night. Like, I'm having fun playing with people in the Discord, and I'm having a good time. And then I hop on rank the next day, and I'm just getting washed, like, over and over and over. And I truly hit this point where I had, like, and, and Gavin was traveling, so I couldn't, because I wanted to talk to Gavin about it, but I couldn't because he was traveling. I think you're on the plane. And I couldn't convey this over text, but I was like, I'm truly having a moment of existential crisis where, like, I might just be done with video games, period. Like, that is how bad I was feeling. I'm not kidding. Like, I truly was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't learn new skills. I can't unlearn. Th- like, basically, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, right? Like, okay. It's cool that you have this muscle memory from like playing Street Fighter and it's cool that you know these kind of basic things, but you can't like I would lose to people who would mash one broken one new mechanic from Street Fighter Six and I would just lose to it over and over and over and over. I'm like, I'm unable to learn. Like I'm unable to, I can't do it. And I had a terrible day, like a full day, and I was like, I'm fucking dumb. And I stopped playing Street Fighter Six for like, I don't know. It's a shame we couldn't truly talk about that and dissect that because Yeah. I mean to be honest, like that's, I could say that's almost exactly how I feel about Smash Ultimate right this moment. Like when I don't oh. get first place or something, like, and a lot of it is because like there's eras to Smash and there's different Smash games, and I came from a specific era and Smash was always played a specific way. Like this is right, this is wrong, and like I have things mentally like whether I want to get rid of it or not that I agree with and disagree with when it comes to play style and decision making, and like. My entire like five plus years or wherever the fuck with Ultimate, I've been fighting that this whole time and nothing has changed. Like, I don't respect the way certain people play. I don't respect certain characters. I, um, yep. There's certain new things that I like. Um, it's not that I don't learn new things. It's that like it's just there's just certain things that I just hate and like hard to accept. Like, right. Uh, every time I lose a tournament, I have to sit down and ask myself like if you want to keep doing this, you have to accept new mm-hmm. smash. You have to accept these players and respect them as competitors. And you have to accept this game and respect what it's offering. And it's tough because I'm battling that. And also my pride of playing the way I want to play. And it's, it's a weird thing. And that I, I deal with every time I pick up a controller. So yeah, dude, it reminds me of the canine thing where he says, he's talking about Ken. He's yeah. like, that's not smash. That's not smash. I'm like, all right, motherfucker, I turned items off. You're playing Diddy Kong, and there you go. You got an item. That's not Smash to me. Like, that's what is yeah. that? But like you said, I need to accept that part of the game with Diddy and like dealing that's gonna be there, whether or not I want it to be. And he just like he needed to either accept or not that Ken is gonna exist in the game and do the bullshit that he does 
He's complete bullshit, obviously. Like, a lot of his shit is bullshit, obviously. Honestly, relatively to a lot of other things, he's just not, though. Well, in Vanilla, after he got buffed, it was a lot worse. But now, obviously, with DLC, eh. He's kind of just a normal character. I I know exactly what K9's bitching about, and I... I mean, I agree with him because I just don't like fighting game characters in Smash. That's frustrating to play against. But he, he was like, he was like, what is this up kick shit in the shore? You like in the yeah. fucking air? Like he doesn't even do that in his that game. Is- he doesn't even do that in Street Fighter. I don't see Ken in Street Fighter doing that- double up kicks in the fucking air and comboing into shore. You like that quote? Dude, that's spitting. not Smash. Always drove me fucking insane because it was that's like the Rich yes, Brown quote. I was like, yes, oh, I love Rich Brown. <laughs> I, I think you it's a- always say that in Smash Four. Cloud, but that's the thing with the final smash. Got to charging up my final smash meter. No other character has access to this. Let me just go ahead and limit it up. Oh, got my final it's smash. I got smash. my install. I was like, yes, but yes, it is. Like, yeah, yes, it it's is. New, like, a hundred percent. It fucking it is, is. It's fucking smash. And that's how. So after like, I took like a a full two days off, and it really so like Charles and a bunch of other people in the Discord like, oh yeah, I'm having so much fun. I'm like labbing these combos. I'm like, fuck this game. Like this game fucking sucks. Like yeah, you are. This so is a Street Fighter, grouchy. right? Yeah, dude. I was grumpy well, old I went man through, over here. It felt like I'm sorry. I felt like I went through like all the stages of like I don't know what is it like uh like uh grief grief right like where you're like denial like no it's not me it's the game that's like all this shit and i went through it at the end of the day i was like am i gonna sit here and try to learn these new things or am i gonna not play and i was like i really want to play so i sat there and i was like well the two ways you improve are either watching vods or by playing i was like i'm gonna do a little bit of both i'm gonna take a break and i'm gonna watch and see what other obviously if i can in this game i was like what are other kens doing and what am i missing and how do i avoid losing to the scrubby shit that i'm losing to and I really stuck it out, and I'm so fucking happy I did because obviously, I'll admit it. I was being a little bit of a fucking little bitch about it. I was. Um, I think you're just being frustrated, and you're older now. And I think, that, for, wow, you didn't really didn't have to throw that one. And in you there, can't but. learn new tricks. No, no, no. I'm saying like, <laughs> my tricks are capped out. Oh no. I can I can relate to this specifically with Ultimate because the amount of time I put into competing, like the most amount of time I put into competing for any Smash game wasn't even Smash 4, which is like the game I thought I was the best at in terms of like my Smash lifetime, like which game I was the best at. It was actually Brawl. I put the most amount of time into Brawl because of that point in my life. I was a high schooler, right? And then Smash 4, I put the second most amount of time because I really wanted to compete, but that was like, you know, like mid-20s or whenever the fuck that was. So it every, as you get older, there's more responsibilities and one thing can frustrate you and then that's already going to tip you into the point of like, am I committing or am I not committing? Right? Am I going to commit time to learn this game? Uh, am I not? And I don't even think it's necessary. If you said you're like, you know what? I don't like the new drive gauge. I've got so much other shit to do right now, and I don't want to play it. I don't even think that's being toxic or necessarily a bad thing. But you just need to make a decision instead which, of being in the middle. Which is what you said to me, and I, you were like, "Oh, you just don't like the game." I'm like, "That's not true. It's not that I don't like the game. I don't. <laughs> you don't like getting drive impact, yeah." <laughs> well, was, this is the most dramatic way to put it. I'm like, I don't like myself. <laughs> like, I. <laughs> oh, don't worry, don't worry. I'm that guy when you're playing you know? friendlies and I drop something and I'll just be like, I fucking suck, and I make it super awkward. Yeah, and stuff. that's well, me. that's and obviously Every that's time. like an over dramatic reaction. And I, I acknowledge <laughs> that, but like the truth, it's like, well, and that's and there's so many times where I'm like, well, I have so much shit going on. Like, I'm like doing work on my house. Like, I'm doing all this stuff. Like, I don't I have time to learn how to react, drive impact. And I was like. Dude, stop being such a fucking like. It's not that hard. Like, just sit there and try. And and a part of it was just something I realized too is since I hadn't tried to learn a fighting game, Street Fighter Four came out in two thousand eight. Like, I haven't tried to learn a yeah. new fighting game skill. Like, not counting Smash because that's different. Because Smash is like breathing air. You know, like you just do it. Like, it's just fun to play all the time. I haven't tried to learn a fighting game in 15 years. You know, like I didn't do Guilty Gear. I didn't play a drop of Street Fighter V. Thank God that game is, you know, hot garbage, terrible. No good characters in that game, Gavin. Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. Well, I was in, uh, yeah. I love Street Fighter V. I'm going to say it. I love that game. Is that I never got a Street Fighter? It. Yes. So well, I, it's also the only one I've played. So. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> like I, tr- I truly haven't tried to learn a new skill in street fighter in 15 years i'm like i need to be a little easier on myself and not be and now i'm like in total zen mode i'm like if i lose i'm like able to digest it like see through it i don't know what changed i think it was just like i think before i was really just trying to be like i'm gonna fucking beat everyone because i'm good at third strike which i am and like i'm glad i 
have that confidence. But that's not what this is. Like this is this is a whole different fucking thing. So I really went through. I know it would have been great if we could have connected on it. Honestly, well, I also didn't want to like. No, I, I like, love hearing this. I think it's a really cool like. It's funny. It has. It's only been out a few days, but the journey is already so interesting to hear it, from your perspective. It's amazing. And, you know it. It gives me inspiration to keep doing what I'm doing with Smash, even though it's not three days old. It's like ten years old, but <laughs> it's very same but different, right? Like yes. because. It, I think the biggest challenge is overcoming yourself. Like, I think that's such a big part because even in the discord, I hear people and they're getting so frustrated at things. I'm like, you, and I, I see them do it. And I'm like, yes. you know, it's kind of like what you see. You see it in yourself. Like you got to relax. Like if you're getting frustrated at this, like, Oh, I dropped a combo. Fuck. And it's like, well, you got to relax. Cause if you miss that combo and you're all pissed off, you're never going to hit it the second time. Like there's no way, like, cause you're now you're pissed. And you're thinking about it. Like there's no way you're going to hit it. Um, so yeah. And it's like, uh, it's, and I think a lot of it too, Charles, uh, I think you brought this up a little bit is it's so there's so much information overload. I was like, I can't Bro, learn all this stuff. Crazy. I can't, I can't learn this. And I'm like, don't just do what you can do for now. And when you need more dedicate time to figuring it out. And that's where yeah. I've been spending time in the, like, all right, I need to hit a little harder because my opponents are at this rank are now hitting way harder than me. Um, and I went from my trash initial placing of silver one and I'm like a couple games away from platinum now. Like I've been fucking grinding. Like I've been playing a lot. It's been, re- and I've learned so much. And sometimes it's like, awesome. sometimes it's like, I see uh, the other player on the other side of the screen. I'm like, I know exactly what you're going to do. Cause that's what I was doing eight games ago. That's what I was doing yesterday. I understand but you're going to lose to me. Cause I've already been there, <laughs> which is what someone did to me, you know, like, cause they had the beta for longer. Or they played the crack version or like, they just learned faster or some shit. Or Cap they more pods. The cap cops. I'll tell, bro. I don't care. I'll tattle. I'll get this him out of there. This person played the cracked version. Get him out. <laughs> <laughs> this person ain't so, me. That was that's the cracked version. So it's been fun, is what I'll say. But it's been it truly that like thirty six hour period where I was like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Like I was supposed to be this guy. Yeah, that you were going through it in the Discord, bro. I, dude, and that wasn't the half of it, Charles, because. I'm a regular human and I didn't just like, you know, say every single thing that I was feeling in that second, but I was just like, I'm really not feeling it. Like I'm not feeling good. But internally I was like, I love street fighter so much and I hate the way it's making me feel right now. Like, what does that mean? Like, and uh, I was like, I have two options here. Either I can go out and that's it. Or I could fight through this and, and spend an hour or two and learn something. And it went really well. Bro, um, I love street fighter too. Uh, like not two as in the number champion edition. Yeah. Super turbo. <laughs> Uh, and it, it's cool that like it's just so cool seeing i've watched a, i've watched quite a bit since i got home i watched you play a little bit with our friend and i thought both of you were fantastic already uh for what it's worth from someone who has never played but um yeah like i played a decent amount of street fighter 5 and i played it towards the end of its lifespan so i was playing a completely different game than the people who didn't like it and gave up on it um and i love that game and but it brought a different beast out of me which is saying a lot because uh there's a terrible beast that gets brought out when i play super smash brothers but street fighter 5 had me like feral sometimes like oh yeah there's still a lot of things I never got too great with, but like you said, like I did what I could, and as I ranked up a little bit, I tried to to match what other people were doing. But um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's cool uh, when a, when a new fighting game comes out because you know you got Sonic Fox playing it, you got my friend yeah. Has playing it, you got Sonic Fox and Has, you know, to the goats. That, right that's there. pretty much it. But then you have like you know Smashers playing it, or like you know. <laughs> even b is in the background like oh maybe i should try and she's like, come through. like a fighting game person like but, gavin it's so funny because that part really drove home that like weird crisis i was having i was like everyone else is playing this and having such a good time and i'm fucking miserable like yeah. what is going on like this feels horrible like i can't this can't be the way it ends like that's what i decided i was like this can't be it like if it means i play a different character it means i play a different character obviously i stuck it out with my boy ken duh like i'm not gonna give up like that but that's why before because i couldn't figure out ken and four so i switched to ryu and i was like oh this is great and i figured out everything because his ultras were easier to combo into and stuff like that like it just felt better um but i'm sticking with him in this game because he's good and he's the style i like so he feels amazing he's bro when you put people in the corner in this game 
it's fucking done. Like it's just over. Like you're fucking. He has a bunch dead, of cool dude. shit too. Like he has a command Damn. dash that can go into different shit. Like Ken, Ken has a lot of cool things. Bro, I've been that. having a ton of fun. Yeah, well, no one played that. In a game, people play it. I mean, man. the command. Could you run and do uh, specials and they'd get powered up? Hmm. Mr. Street Fighter Five. Well, you can power one, yeah. him up in this one. He yeah, had a beast skill that was his, the run thing. Yeah. So the crazy thing is when you run and do a move, like they're they're very powerful, thing. but it doesn't use any meter. So you can like full carry to the corner, keep all your meter, and it's party time. It's fucking so sick. Mm-hmm. Really, really well uh, designed. Ca- uh, I think that's easy to say in the beginning. Uh, JP is a gigantic piece of shit, and so is E Honda. Um, that's what I got to say about it. All right. Everyone else is pretty cool. <laughs> what? All right. End of the episode. See ya. <laughs> that's it we're going out of that all right what's your next tournament everyone i'm not going anything for a while uh there's a couple things this month that i'm still on the fence about leaning towards no just for clarification since this is going to be public so i i will say i'm leaning towards no for the rest of the things in june but i'm keeping my eye on a lot of things because as burnt out as i feel and as terrible as i feel and as like confused as i feel right now with smash i still really want to play and compete and put myself out there. So I'm paying attention to the schedule and figuring out what I'm going to do next. There's stuff that's for sure, like Gommel and SmashCon or whatever. So like, there's stuff that's for sure. Um, I know Gommel's like relatively soon, like next month or something. Um, I guess there is some good news that is that I'm like 90% plus sure on is that um, I'll be at Smash Factor, which is pretty crazy. Oh, you're going to Smash Factor? <laughs> I'll be there. Nice. Yeah, even Charles is is surprised so let's fucking go Charles i've only been outside dude. of the u.s a few times in my life should i so... expect my invitation soon <laughs> yeah could we get has there too why not i'm doing like um... the street fighter 6 reaction faces before the fight yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's some good news um because i know i was just said that like i'm unsure about some so there's some that i'm definitely going to be at but uh yeah uh, my next tournament is Wave Dash, which is local, which is not this coming weekend, but the next weekend. It's like a 20-minute drive or so, so I'll be there. Um, maybe CEO? Maybe. So still working that out for comms. And then after that, Smash Factor is my next tournament after that. So that's my lineup. Nice. I'm not doing shit. We, we, going, we going to Evo for Street Fighter? 50% chance. They yeah, got I'll, probably, the, I'll probably they got, win, so... They got placed oh. in the bracket for the champion, or what? Yeah, well... Did you see that prize pool, though? It'll be like it'll be like Jude and Zamba. It'll be like me and Haz and Grands, you know? Yeah, yeah, Jude Zamba. We're the Jude Zamba of Street Fighters. Wow, these guys play against what each if, other in Discord what if they have? What if they have, uh, like, they play up to top eight, right? And then they have all the top eight competitors ready, and then the cap cops come in, and they're like, obviously, all of you guys play yeah, the crack I'll be stitching, Get out of here. Bro. Yeah, like, you get, no, one, no one gets any of the prize money. All of top eight arrested for playing the crack version because your conversions Dude. are too nice. <laughs> thing I'll say uh, in our uh, in our group chat we have with Phil at one point because we all, all the commentators kind of dog on EE a little bit because he's not good at games, right? And at one point when I did my rank matches and I was in low silver, I was like, "Fucking call me EE in this game." I re- I placed in silver and EE responded. He goes, "Silver silver still shines, baby." He's all he said. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I I'm so. Even- I'm so upset, but that made me laugh so hard. So I don't even so think Phil is that thing. bad at games, or e, I don't think E's that. I'm bad terrible at games. You are terrible at games, which is at, so funny, Chad. There, you you have a weird spectrum, Gavin. It's like yes, I've seen you. I've seen you be like ultra dog shit, and then I've seen you be like a savant at other games. It's like what the heck? It you is are very good like at Smash Bros, right? Right? Yeah, you're you are good at Smash. Well, Bros. that's but that's the weird thing because I'm like, how can you do all this shit in Smash, but like you can't jump on. You don't know how to walk through a forest in Final Fantasy VII. Like, what happened? Dude, the basketball game in Final Fantasy VII had me fucking dying. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> you play I mean, RPGs in general. It's just like, how is this possible? Like, this is reading off a list. Like, how is this possible? Yeah, like, there's how- like, I'll be struggling at, like, the most basic game, but then, like, I'll be playing Doom Eternal. I'm just locked in. Yeah. Oh, you're, 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 you're cracked at FPSs. You, you, you definitely have stronger genres. You're like, cracked it, at FPSs. And then, like, in Smash, it's, like, the most basic concept. I cannot be taught. But like I'll do a bunch of crazy stuff with Diddy or something. Back air with cloud does not compute. <laughs> oh, do double Z drop, triple oh, Z wow. drop into dare combo. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
New Spider-Man movie was sick too. That's probably the last thing I'm gonna say. Beautiful, hey, fucking, world, fucking beautiful world. movie. Actual art, art. Yes, like the. I didn't get to see it. God, see it, it I didn't get to see the movie or play Spider-Man. Instead, I'm losing to fucking Steve and Zomba. <laughs> you could be losing my can if you want. Also, that is one thing I wanted to say. Shouts to Onan, who's like had a bit of a yes. rough patch for bouncing back. Because yep, Odin yep. like started out so ridiculously strong, winning Smash Con, yeah. But um, yeah, Odin performed very well this weekend. So shoutouts to you. Um, you know, it's kind of been a, a big topic uh, talking about Crown and Smash and 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 has a Street Fighter. This main topic has been like getting over hurdles. So there's a lot of players that did that this weekend at Crown. Shoutouts to y'all. I'm salty as fuck. Same. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for watching. And um, we're going to get into the Patreon bonus content. How we all like to barbecue. See you guys there. See you.